It's May 3rd, 2021, and you're listening to the Architecture Geeks Podcast. I'm Larry. And I'm Matthew. And we're your friendly neighborhood architects being geeky as we want to be. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to May. It's hard to believe we are already this far into the year. And if you've been following us this far into the year, you know that we have been working on some podcasts specifically about jobs. So for today's podcast, we are actually going to continue in that vein. And this I'm not sure this will be the last of the job series, or we might have one more for you. But if you've been listening in the past, you know we've talked about where to look in some lesser-known places to find jobs, and about that transition that you get from from architecture school into the industry and, and into professional practice. So a lot about internships and what that really means. Well, for this episode, what we thought we would do, because a lot of people are graduating in May, we thought it would be good to talk about job postings, because most of the job posting ends up on, they end up online. That's typically how it works out. It's either on the company's website or they go to one of the job boards and do do a posting. So what we wanted to do was look at look at some of the, some job postings, look at what we think of as the good, the bad, and the ugly of architecture job postings, because sometimes it's hard to really suss out what employees or employers are actually looking for compared to what they're saying <laughs> they're looking for. So we're going to read between the lines a little bit and hopefully clarify some of that that for you as we kind of go through each one of these posts. And why job postings? Well, we're focused on job postings because that's where the job searches end up in the end anyway. It's it's the first chance that prospective employers get to introduce themselves. So it's equally important for future employees to know what to look out for when they're sifting through their options. So we're here to translate some of those first impressions into meaningful insights that might help someone out there in their own job search. And to that end, we've pulled some interesting sections out of six job postings from around the country that we feel like are a good representation of what you can expect to see when job hunting. And to that end, guys, we're going to kick right off to job posting number one. This is one of the... One of the first two, what we think of as bad job postings. And to give you some idea of what we're talking about, so so this this particular job posting has an opening paragraph talking about exciting new projects and continued growth, so they have immediate opportunities for a job captain. I'm like, hmm, job captain. That's what their new translation is for CAD monkey or possibly intern. We're not we're not 100% sure how to read that. So they go on to talk about how you will expose you to a variety of projects and challenges that will help you make an impact nationwide. They have four requirements, three responsibilities, but seven benefits at the end of it. And the requirements, basically, the basic stuff, minimum of a bachelor's degree. If you're a job captain, you have to have two to five years experience. You have to be proficient in AutoCAD, Photoshop, and Revit, and you have to be self-motivated. And what you're going to be responsible for is being involved in the project ensuring that all tasks are done in a timely manner, and the preparation of construction documents. And to me, that says one of two things. One, it says you're going to be working a lot, and all you're going to be doing is doing construction documents. So they are really wanting you to come in and just be a little CAD monkey. And I don't know if that's how they're defining job captain these days, (laughs) but apparently 
if you if you go to work for them, just expect to sit at your desk and draw all day and probably not do anything else. I mean, uh, that's what I kind of st- what stood out to me. I don't know, Matthew, what was what was your takeaway from this? Because because you you're the one who had been looking for jobs this year, so you're probably a little more tuned in to maybe what they're really talking about on some of these. I I tend to agree with you on this one. There there's four paragraphs in this posting, and there's only two lines in all four sections that mention any kind of responsibilities, and they boil down to, and I'm quoting here, preparation of construction documents. And well, I'm not going to quote on the, the the next part, but it's basically get your stuff done on time. <laughs> that and that's what really caught my eye on this one combine that with the line in their benefit sections that mentions overtime pay. And it seems to me like you've got a pretty good idea of what this employer actually wants. The first impression that they're giving is that they just really want someone to keep their head down and pump cat all day. And that's what this job, that's what it says to me at least. And, and I think, I think we're both in agreement on this one. I think that's really hard to argue anything else, especially my favorite thought, favorite part was at the end of the benefits, they have a workout facility with showers in the building. And all I could think is, great, after, you're, after you've pulled an all-nighter trying to get your construction documents completed because you have to ensure that all your tasks are done in a timely manner, you can simply pop into the workout facility, have a shower, and be right back ready at your desk at 8 o'clock in the morning all clean and fresh. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe that's that's sort of the cynical part of me, but but that's kind of kind of where I took it. So I wouldn't. I honestly wouldn't put it past some employers that I've that I've heard and talked to uh, in the past. I, I, it wouldn't surprise me in the least. Um, <laughs> I sh- that should make me laugh, but but I'm I'm completely with you on that. It would not surprise me at all. So all right, on to job posting number two. Job posting number two. So job posting number two is interesting because it only has four lines. It says architect, open position for an architect, 10 years of experience designing single family custom homes. Responsibilities include creating a full set of construction documents using AutoCAD, Revit, knowledgeable of residential and city codes. You have interactions with clients, communication with the team, SketchUp models is plus qualifications, experience in custom home construction, notes, positive attitude, get work done without supervision and eagerness to collaborate. That's it. Like those, it's four lines of, of, of thoughts, I guess. And maybe you can read something from the lack of info here, but really there isn't much to sell you on applying to this office again the main focus here is is construction documents and getting things done getting things done on time anyone who has worked in architecture for any length of time knows that those are two important pieces of any job but but where's the mention of a collaborative work environment or mentorship or opportunities for growth within the office I'd be interested in seeing a chance for some professional development, at least, while I pump out construction documents. This one, to me, fell a little flat for the similar reasons as number one. It's a de- There's a determined focus on production with no consideration at all for the other aspects that make a job work worth pursuing. I would have to agree to that. I, I think... The the interesting part to me was this, that they want an architect, registered architect, 
10 plus or 10 plus years experience. So one of the two, but if you've been doing this for 10 plus years experience, okay, designing single family custom homes, and then in the responsibilities, nowhere do they actually talk about designing. It's all about construction document production and code research and building SketchUp models is a plus, meaning please know how to build a SketchUp model because we need someone to help us with rendering and 3D work. So that's kind of where I'm, I'm taking away from this. The other thing that always gets me on this is they want you to have a positive attitude, responsible for getting work done without supervision, so otherwise being able to work on your own, and eagerness to collaborate and learn. Well, okay, I'm a registered architect uh, or I've got 10 plus years experience. I've learned quite a bit at this point. I'm not sure what else you're going to teach me. And I have no clue as to what that would be. But the whole notes section, for me, it doesn't make any sense to even list it because to me, I'm like, aren't these all the sorts of things that you should be doing anyway? <laughs> I mean, if I had to spell out that you have to have a positive attitude, I, um, I don't know how to, how to take that. So, so yeah, this isn't, is, is definitely that job posting that you see and you think, yeah, why would I apply for this? Why, why would I put myself through this? I have no idea what you really want me to do. I have a good idea of what I think you want me to do. But those two things don't necessarily add up. Anyway, so, so yeah, so, so it's one of those job postings. Like, you, could you have possibly put less information into a job posting? And uh, aside from the first one, this one's probably honestly worse than, than the job posting number one, just because there's even less information in here. So there we go. You have your our two bad job postings and... We are going to move on to job posting number three. Now, this one was was interesting because I I, I really got the impression they have a, a fun HR person writing this because it wasn't just the simple stuff that you would see see listed. So, basically, they're looking for a talented and dedicated design architect interested in design diversity, high quality buildings and spaces, collaboration, and professional development. Interesting part about this is how they broke down the qualifications and the notes about who they were. So for qualifications, they started each one with a single word, like experienced or talented or team-oriented. And then after each one, they actually listed what they meant by experienced. So, so or meant by each word. So for example, experienced, five plus years of commercial design experience, experience including master planning and mixed use developments, licensed preferred. Okay, well, that's a pretty good definition. Team-oriented, successful collaborator in a high-energy design team environment. Okay, I can get that. Dedicated, able to go above and beyond to meet aggressive schedules and deliverables. Also note here, get ready to work some overtime. So <laughs> that's kind of what I'm taking away from this. But in, even in the notes, they describe who they are. Architecture and planning firm with a description, established practice, talking about when they started, Great team, competitive, exciting projects, award-winning. Award-winning is the only thing they don't have in, in anything in parentheses. So I thought that was kind of interesting. But yeah, it's 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 it gives you a better idea than the first two of what's really happening. And I think they've done it in a, in a very unique way. I don't know if that's going to achieve what they're hoping for. I uh, it would certainly be something that that would catch my eye because it's done fairly differently from most of the other posts. But at the same time, I don't know that it tells you a lot necessarily. 
So it's, we, we sort of in that sort of mixed bag kind of job posting. There's some good aspects to it. There's some not so sure things happening there. But yeah, it was, it was interesting to read this and, and, and look and think, okay, somebody, that, they must have a really good HR person to have put this together because they, they were determined, I think, to, to get your attention. And I don't know, did, did this pop out at you? I did like their use of adjectives to describe who might be applying. They say, talented. Why, yes, thank you. I am. Thank you for noticing. <laughs> or experienced. Sure, I've got some of that. <laughs> or, or proficient. Well, I, I hope that came along with my experience, but I'd have to go check. <laughs> it it, it, it kind of made me laugh. And, and it, did, it did definitely catch my eye because... After a while, most of these start to get fairly repetitive. I've probably looked at hundreds over the last six months, and this one seemed fairly unique in, in that aspect. The one thing I didn't see was what I'd be doing there. there. There's there's no description of the role that applicants would be applying for. You, you get little bits and pieces of it through the whole thing, but there, there's not a, a, a clear p- picture that really crystallizes exactly what you'd be doing. And like I said, you get little bits and pieces with the hand drawing, 3D design, uh, software proficiency. Like I said, you can pick it up in little bits and pieces, but there's no overarching theme like the like the first two where they pretty much just said straight up, oh, by the way, you're going to be doing construction documents. <laughs> um, so that, that's, the only, that's the only thing that I find that might make this a little bit more complicated when applying. Definitely more complicated, especially if you're the kind of person who tries to tailor your resume to a particular job posting. And a lot of people actually do that. And that's really challenging if you aren't getting a clear picture of what it is they're really asking for. So, so yeah, definitely more complicated. But on to job posting number four. Now, this is the one that you told me you had kind of skipped over. I think you, I think think that's how you put it. You sort of skipped over it just because of the length of it. It is just too darn long. I I I I would read the entire thing on the air, but we'd be here for another thirty minutes while I figured out figured it all out. I have to I have to squint just to just to to look at it because it's just so you have to zoom out just to get the entire thing onto one screen. And so honestly, I, I just skimmed this one because I didn't have the time to read through the novel of a post that this firm wrote for the job opening. There, there's just so much to this one. And it seems like it's a production-focused opening, but I honestly couldn't tell you much more because of all the technical language thrown at you over the course of this book. <laughs> and so I just lost interest just from the sheer volume. And, and honestly, I probably wouldn't apply for it just because it seems like they're looking for a very specific person. And even if I met most of the criteria, it, it still wouldn't be enough for this office. But that, that, that's, that's what I'm seeing at least. <laughs> Oh, and I could get that. I could, I could get what you're saying about the. They're looking for somebody very specific, and they. I, I will say this. So this is this is that mixed bag thing again, where obviously there's a lot on here, and so it's very daunting if you want to read it. The other thing too is is I, as I was reading because I I actually read through everything, so there's that. Um, but <laughs> I, I was like, I think mostly just I was trying to figure out what it is they were after because. Uh, there's assistant project manager slash job captain. I'm like, okay, which one is it? 
And what does it mean? Is it a CAD monkey or is it someone who does CAD, but also coordinates all the documentation? Like um, my ex business partner, her husband worked for a firm where he worked on a multi-billion dollar hospital project. And as he was a PM, he was a project manager. So not job captain, not CAD monkey, project manager. He would go in at eight o'clock in the morning people would start checking out the Revit. The Revit model had 19 different models in it. So the Revit model was huge. So they would, people would check out sections of the Revit model. He'd check out his stuff. Everyone would do work on it, and then it would all get checked back in. Well, when it got checked back in, he was responsible for going through it and making sure everyone had their, their stuff done correctly and making sure that there were no conflicts between models, that kind of stuff. So a lot of coordination on his end, as well as just doing actual work. So I'm trying to figure out, is this that sort of job? I will say they did a great thing about lining out what your responsibilities are. This is exactly what you will be doing. They're very specific about it. Qualifications were still a little muddied. Um, for some of what I'm reading that that you would be doing, I think the you should have more than the four to six years of experience that they're asking you for because it's it is it sounds like a lot. It sounds like a lot of responsibility, but. The other thing that came came to me after reading all of this was, and Matthew, you talked about they're looking for a very specific person. And part of me says that's a very real possibility that this company, their HR policies requires you to post a new job opening. Odds are there's somebody in their office that they want to advance into this role. So what do we do? We create a job posting that is so specific that very few people would be able to fill it or if they're going to see it like you did and just skip over it because there's just too much here so that they can say they've posted the job, even though they know that they're going to hire you and they may actually interview a couple of other people, but they're going to hire this one person that they actually want. James's office has, well, James's office did that with his job. They knew he had to apply for it. Other people were able to apply for it but they knew that their intent was to hire him. So they still did some interviews, still talked to some other people. He still got the job. Interestingly enough, they also do this when universities sometimes will do this when they're sending out requests for qualifications, when they're looking to hire architects to work on a specific building or a specific project. Sometimes they know who they want to hire and which firm they want to work with. So they will deliberately write their request for qualifications so tight that they have no other option but to hire this firm because no one else is going to fit it. So I think good for you, just looking at this, that you sort of picked up on the notion that they were looking for something super specific because odds are they probably are. And if, and if you're not used to looking for a job, you may put a lot of effort into getting a resume to them that you feel fits this. And the reality is, is the job's never going to be yours. I would have never thought of it from that perspective. I guess that I just hadn't run into that practice just yet, but that, that's a good point that you bring up. <laughs> Learning something new every day, even from you. <laughs> well, I, I guess that's a good thing. So, so, all right. So, so we've done the bad, we've done the, the, uh, well, I, I guess bad, the sort of mixed bag. I don't want to say ugly necessarily the bad, the ugly. So, so now we're on to the good. So job posting number five our first good job posting. So job posting number five, this is for a senior project architect. And I want to read the, the opening paragraph to you because this is one of those things that I think of as fluff. 
at the start of a description. And I don't know how pertinent it is, but I want you to, want you to hear this. So seeking a senior level architect who has a passion for the craft of architecture and thrives as part of a team. Join a group of architects and designers who are driven to design for the human experience and find fulfillment in collaborating with clients in an iterative process that is deeply rooted in context, sensitive to the environment, and anchored by authenticity. So they they put some thought into, to, to me, it's enough fluff that it might get your attention if, if you are, are maybe younger and feel more inspired <laughs> <laughs> the, the architecture profession hasn't made you cynical yet. I, I don't know if that's a good way to put it, but it, it's something to really catch a specific attention of a specific type of person. I believe they do have five responsibilities on here and only two qualifications, which I thought was really interesting. Of course, one of the qualifications is 12 years or more of experience in the practice of architecture. The other stuff that really caught my eye on this, the responsibilities, of course, you're Develop the design and detailing for multiple projects, blah, blah, blah. Support the management and growth of a boutique architecture and design practice. But the two things that really stood out on here is mentor emerging professionals, which means you're mentoring the younger staff. And to me, that says people management, but but you're mentoring, which is great. The other thing is that they're talking about other opportunities, if desired, to support your professional growth. They don't specify what those opportunities are, but it's the first time we've seen in any of these job postings this idea that we are going to do something to help support your professional growth, if you want. If you want us to, maybe it's, I don't know if that's sending you to conferences, if that's, that's you know, I, I've done a lot of speaking, maybe they're supporting you uh, doing speaking at conferences, I, I don't know, but... but it's the first time in the job post where we've actually seen any reference to that sort of thing. So I thought that was that was really interesting. So so it really did all that together. Really does make this to me a very good job posting. Yeah, I I like this one because they gave a brief summary about who they were with language that specifically called out an emphasis on design. You'd be surprised at how many postings don't mention anything about their ability to design, and in many cases, they aren't that interested in a person's ability to design. But you don't go through all that pain of becoming an architect to ignore the design aspect of the job. So I liked that this firm specifically talked about that. In fact, while, while we were writing this, I looked back at, at the first five posts that we've covered so far, and, and the word design was only used once in all the other postings. I'm not saying that we should use the word design as, as a metric for measuring the quality of specific job postings. But I, I do find it funny how, as an industry, we pride ourselves on our ability to design, but there, there's very few job postings that highlight that ability within the firm or within that specific job. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely with you. I, I Oddly enough, I hadn't picked up on the whole design aspect of this part, but you're right. It's it's the, it's the There's one other that talked about design in their opening paragraph, but didn't talk about it anywhere else. It wasn't any of the responsibilities, qualifications, nothing. This is the first one that really addresses that and really talks about that. So I think that's, you know, that's another thing that makes this makes this a good good job posting. So we are down to the last one. So job posting number six. Ah, uh, th- this one started out a little flowery, but but it, it it stayed the course despite despite the the what what Larry calls the fluff at the very beginning. It says we are 
creating the communities we want to live in, where our children thrive, where our families heal, and where all peoples endeavor together. Come join us, stand with us. This practice envisions a world where a healthy human and environmental systems thrive. Our commitment to our clients in is living, learning, and healing, create exciting opportunities to see that vision become our future reality. As our work grows with new and existing clients, we are excited to have opportunities to add staff to our team in these communities. Like many, we continue to work primarily remotely, staying safe and looking forward to a future day when we will return to our offices more regularly. In this role, you can, and then they go on to list the, the roles and responsibilities and who you are and who we are. And then at the very end, they, they cap it off with supporting each other as part of what makes our workplace special. As a firm, we support our staff with competitive compensation and comprehensive benefits. As individuals, our staff support each other, asking for input, answering questions, and sharing knowledge. Each have a variety of choices on how to contribute, yada, yada, yada. But it, it all boils down to you'll, you'll get... They, they, they're offering paid time for community service. There's weekly in-house trainings. There, there's just a bunch of, there, there's a bunch of things that there that they offer that might help further your career uh, down the road. And the, th- and, and this one did get a little flowery, but, but I liked the effort. Um, <laughs> but, but the thing that stood out to me the most was that despite this having a, a fairly design oriented spin to it, the thing that really stood out to me the most was that it says, like many, we continue to work primarily remotely, staying safe and looking forward to the future day when we will return to our offices more regularly. And that's not something I've seen in any other job posting in architecture lately. The acknowledgement that, oh, wait, there's still a pandemic on. There's still a bunch of people with lives outside of our office that may need the flexibility to work from home because they either have kids or there's, there's, just, there's, a, there's a ton of other reasons why, why working from home can be a, a valuable asset for a firm. And this is the first one that I've seen acknowledge that aspect of it. I feel like the the industry as a whole has kind of failed in that regard because the more and more I talk to people in in the architecture industry, we've we've all gone back to in person offices. At least here in Dallas, all my friends are are back in in the office full time now. And so, just to see that that some somebody somewhere is is taking that initiative and saying, hey. We're all working from home. We figured out how to do this. We've invested in that, and and you have the ability to do it. That makes this one special to me. That's definitely a plus that they are aware of that. But if you read, if you read everything together, if you go through everything, I think that reflects their conscious effort to make sure that, as I put it, supporting each other is part of what makes our workplace special. They are there to support their employees. You're as much as you're going to be designing or developing drawings and details, all that sort of stuff, even researching, building, building zoning codes, all the things that they list on here, what your role and your responsibilities are and who you are. They always come back to this notion of who you are as an employee and how do we support you. And one of the, the best things in here to me is this whole idea that, again, this is, this is, I think, the second one that talks about 
um, staff development. Talks about how do we contribute to you to make sure that you're growing as an architect, growing as an individual. Like you mentioned, the joining one of their knowledge communities or getting the latest tips with in-house trainings, all that stuff. The pay, paid time off for community service because I know that you need to do more than just architecture. So it really is is a very good, well-rounded job posting. And I think I think it's meant to really attract a certain type of person, and they've they've certainly done a a really good job with that. So so yeah, overall a very good. Like I said, to me, there's a lot of fluff in here, but if you're sort of reading between the lines, you're really getting that sense that they want you to have the best experience with them. They want to help you develop your 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 skills and your abilities. My other guess would be that their goal is for you to stay as a long-term employee. These are the things that we are going to do to make sure that you stay a part of this company. And I, I just it, it's really great. It's it's great to see, you know, it's it's a far cry from the ones at the very beginning where, where they were talking about basically making it sound like get ready to work overtime because we're gonna work you to death just drawing drawings. This sounds like a much more well-rounded experience. So yeah, yeah, it was it was it was interesting to read this and certainly a different experience. So yeah, so so that's our last job posting, guys. But but obviously, clearly, there's a wide range of what you're going to see if you're out there looking for a job. A wide difference in the different types of job postings and different types of companies. Just a quick mention: there is actually one job posting that we we didn't include in this because we felt it's too corporatey. But that is its own thing. I, I think if you're looking for a corporate level position, you have to look at those types of listings and just know that it's going to be a process and that there's a, a way their system works and you hopefully will get in it. It's, it's probably going to be initially a very unemotional um, connection because they're probably going to get hundreds of resumes and they have to filter that out. So yeah, so so... For the most part, I, I, I think if you're, depending on where you're looking, you're going to see these types of, of job postings, the good, the bad, and the ugly. But hopefully we can, we've been able to share some of what we think and give you some idea of what some things really mean, especially if you're just out of school and you're looking for a job and you're not quite sure how to read between the lines. Hopefully we've been able to do some of that for you. But for now, we're going to go ahead and let you guys go. Of course, you can always find me at Spotted Dog Architecture or Spotted Dog Arch, really, on most of the social media, sometimes Spotted Dog Architecture. And you can always reach me, Larry, at spotteddogarchitecture.com. And for Matthew, you can always find Matthew somewhere. Yeah, you can you can find us on Instagram at archgeekspodcast, archgeekpodcast. And you can find us on the interwebs at architecturegeeks.com. In the meantime, thank you all for listening, and we'll catch you next week when we talk on our last podcast uh, in the job series where we cover one last way to, to, to get another job here, which is to start your own. So we're going to talk to a, a, a friend of mine who, in the middle of the pandemic, decided he was going to start his own job. So again, thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye, guys.